Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Bladed Apples, a horror podcast. Drop you a trick-or-treat bag, and this treat, we're going to Disney. Yay! <laughs> Who knew that our little horror podcast would have an episode based off a Disney attraction? Yeah, baby. <laughs> I'm Rocky. I'm Blaze. And we are checking out 1997's made-for-TV film... Walt Disney Presents... <laughs> Tower of Terror. Yeah. <laughs> the, the first uh, Disney film based off of a theme park attraction. Is it? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was the first. It was the first dabble in theirs before they did Pirates or Haunted Mansion or Mission to Mars. Um, I forgot until doing research for this, or didn't realize that Brian De Palma's 2000 film Mission to Mars was based off of the uh, Disney attraction, which is pretty funny because it's Brian De Palma. It, was it good? No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, that, that's about the time when Brian De Palma was becoming a uh, very hit or miss. Um, it's not great. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll have other things to talk about later on. Also, we'll have a folktale. We'll have a lot of funny jokes because, you know, that's what we're known for is our uh, witty banter. You know, it's, that's true. It's kind of a claim to fame, guys. So. Yeah, we're pretty fucking clever. <laughs> so, but, how's the weather? <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> Um, it's it's alright. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's hot. <laughs> See, we're fucking great, man. We still got it. Yeah, awesome. All right. So, uh, what's been going on this week, man? Oh, not much. Getting ready to get on out of Florida. Putting my two weeks at this uh, job I'm at to start a new job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A difficult putting in two weeks process. Yeah, it's normally, uh, it seems like that. Uh, long story short, they beg Blaze to stay. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just kind of like, can you pay me more? They're like, well, I mean, we'll do anything but that. <laughs> it's like, well. <laughs> like, it really is like a, like a, I think you should leave skit. <laughs> it is kind of, yeah. <laughs> And I think I should leave. <laughs> Which the new season of that is out. We watched that. That was pretty oh, great. Oh, hell yeah, we did. It's amazing. <laughs> I think you're just here for the zip line. <laughs> That's been getting memed a lot. Oh, it has. Yeah. It's been getting memed a lot. Um, I'm sorry. You're going to have to go. Aw. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If, if you guys have watched, I think you should leave. You should check it out. I think it's one of the most consistently funny shows that's been yeah, coming out is. and sadly the seasons are always so short they're only like I know six. I finished it in like a night <laughs> they're like six episodes 15 minutes a piece 16 minutes a piece yeah you know we gotta wait a whole year for another one now damn, damn you <laughs> damn you Tim Robinson uh, but in the meantime uh, next month July 15th we're getting a new season of what we do in the shadows Yep, we're getting that, and uh, June 29th, the new, uh, well, what I consider to be the last season of The Witcher. <laughs> because Henry Cavill's leaving? Yeah, and uh, I was actually reading into why he's leaving, and I get it, and you know I'm a huge Witcher fanboy, so. Why is he leaving? 
Uh, because they're trying to pull a Game of Thrones, and they're like, we're going to, like, yeah, we have plenty of source material left, but we're going to start doing our own thing. And he was like, no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, Henry Cavill, I mean, for, for being a gorgeous guy, <laughs> um, is a huge fucking nerd. <laughs> he's a big fucking nerd. Like, he's like... There's always that infamous story about, like, he missed his first Superman audition because he's playing WoW. Did you ever hear about that? Yeah, I've heard about that story. Like, he actually has, like, a love and affection for, like, this material and all this nerdy stuff. Um, Witcher's not nerdy. Witcher's badass. Fuck you. Shut up, nerd. Shut up, you fucking dork. (laughs) No, Witcher is is badass. (laughs) But yeah, he likes he's actually a big old fucking nerd, so it's uh uh I, I can I completely understand why it's like, oh yeah, this is gonna like fuck up it, like the story and all that I don't wanna be a part of anymore. But he's supposed to be going and doing a Warhammer show next or something like that. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> it's a reply like yeah, whatever. <laughs> ah, dude, Warhammer's just that is gonna be hard because there is so much fucking lore in Warhammer. Yeah. Like and I've I've tried so hard to get into Warhammer. I really have, but it's just it's I'm too dumb. I'm too dumb for that game. Yeah, like but there's there's a lot of there's a lot of lore with Dungeons and Dragons. And look, they made a really good Dungeons and Dragons movie finally this year, so No, that's true. Uh that's true, but if there is it gonna be forty K or is it gonna be Age of Sigmar? Um I don't fucking know the difference. I don't play. Uh, future or medieval? <laughs> I think future. Uh, 40k. Yeah, yeah, so that's like a bunch of shit that I don't understand. So. Yeah, me neither. But anyways, it's a game. <laughs> it's a thing. It is a game. Yeah. Um, so that's that's neat, I guess. Good, good on Witcher <laughs> for doing a thing. Uh, let's see. What else we got? We got a few trailers. We got yeah. a new trailer for Talk to Me. Yeah, which is one I'm I'm interested in. I'm interested in this movie because I think it's weird. Yeah. And I think the concept's kind of like you. Oh, we we found a witch's hand and we get kind of high and talk to dead people. It's yeah, they're like, using it like what? a party drug. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, directed by uh, duo uh, directing duo or, or siblings, uh, Danny and Michael Philippou. Who uh, I think I think you say their na- last names right, Philip Philip Poo, <laughs> Philip Poo. <laughs> Come on, this shows so we could just laugh the whole time. <laughs> we got to interview him and just like, so tell us about your new movie, Philip Poo. <laughs> like, no, that's right, it is Philip Poo. <laughs> <laughs> We're so mature, um, but yeah, they, they have a YouTube channel. I, I think this is their directorial debut, maybe their feature film directorial debut. Um, but I heard that it's mainly like practical effects, or they're using like a lot of practical effects for it. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. Uh, you got anything else that, that you were thinking of when you were watching the trailer? Um. I just think it's always interesting when you have, like, it's this weird blend between that, like, 
shitty, annoying, elevated horror scene, and then the '90s like teeny bopper. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah, horror movie. I'm like, this might meld into something. Either here's the thing: it's gonna be like great, or it's gonna be shitty. <laughs> Like, that's how I feel. Yeah. I don't think there's going to be an in-between with this. I'm excited for it. I think it's... I've heard nothing but good things, like, from people um, that have seen, like, advanced screenings or, like, heard about things on set and stuff. So, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited for it. Um, there's also a trailer for the new Yorgos Lanthimos film, uh, Poor Things, which has Emma Stone and uh, Willem Dafoe in it, and Mark Ruffalo. Um, and it's a... Uh, Bit of a Frankenstein riff. He does things other than the Hulk. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo. Used <laughs> <News> to me. <laughs> yeah, Mark Ruffalo's done a few things other than the Hulk. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> you know, he's this new up-and-coming actor. <laughs> um, but yeah, Yorgos Lanthimos. I'm always excited for shit that he does. He did the Lobster. Um, and the favorite his movies are always so fucking weird that I like it and this movie looks super fucking strange also excited to see him do a Frankenstein riff um I can't remember the last really great Frankenstein riff we got maybe Ex Machina that is a great movie that's a great film but that's kind of that's kind of like a Dr. Frankenstein film right kind of I mean in, fucking in Splice a... <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Splice has some uncomfortable moments. Splice bothered me for a long fucking time. After <laughs> watching the first time, yeah, shit really that happened in that movie that bugged the shit out of me, huh? I, I hadn't been turned on by chimeras in a long time, so it's, <laughs> it was a very confusing time for me to be like, is that a hot chimera or am I going to prison? <laughs> both um, all right <laughs> uh, but yeah so i'm excited for that uh a24 is putting that out as well so you know a24 is putting out all these weird horror movies it's normal um a suitable flesh we brought this up before mm-hmm. um this is a new movie from joe lynch uh and put out by brian usna is producing it um and the writer of oh man, I can't remember his name. Who did Reanimator from Beyond? Anyways, this is supposed to be a Stuart Gordon film before he passed away. Um, Barbara Crampton's in it. It's supposed Heather to be Graham's yeah, in it. yeah. Heather Graham's in this one. Uh, I'm surprised Jeffrey Combs isn't in it. But um, basically, this is supposed to be a Stuart Gordon's. You know, you're surprised he's in it. Isn't in it? Yeah, no. no yeah. That uh, Dennis uh, Paoli, it's just not on me what the writer's name is. Um, but uh, this is another Lovecraft adaptation that Stuart Gordon was supposed to do. Um, and uh, of course, he passed away sadly. He's putting out his memoir, though. Um, I don't know if that's out yet or it's about to come out. Uh, we talked about that on a previous episode as well. But yeah, Suitable Flesh, Joe Lynch um, picked up the reins to make this movie. What do you think? I mean, I'm kind of excited for it. I mean, I love Barbara Crampton. I love Heather Graham. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. Like, uh, I love the the newly released movie poster they came out with. Yeah, like, the poster's fucking so cool. It's cool. Yeah. So, looking forward to it. And I like Joe Lynch. Yeah. Yeah. He seems like a fun guy. 
seems like a really cool dude. He'd probably come on the show. Come on the show, Joe. Come on the show, so Joe. So he can make fun of your last name. Like, Lynch. <laughs> this is not Philip Poo, am I right? He's like, let's I, get uh, <laughs> the Skinnamarink guy on the show and be like, that's we're not. still confused. <laughs> let's, let's not. <laughs> we're still not getting it, man. <laughs> Um, Takashi Miike's back. He's making a new horror movie. I mean, he's back. He's shit, man. The guy has a stop. He's made a, directed over a hundred something since 1993. Um, whether it's movies or TV shows or direct uh, TV movies, but Takashi Miike's making a new horror movie. It's called Lumberjack the Monster, and it's a psychopath versus serial killer story. I just rewatched Audition recently again. I love that movie. Um, I love that is a great movie. Most things from Takashi Miike, um, Michi the Killer, you know, fucking whatever else. So I'm excited for him to do something new. Um, always, always a strange trip with him. The Dead or Alive movies are fucking weird. And the samurai films. If you guys haven't seen Blade of the Immortal, check out Blade of the Immortal. That's a fucking awesome samurai flick. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Thanks. Thanks, Blaze. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Uh, we got a new serial uh, mascot coming. We sure do. <laughs> we got a new se- so um, you know somebody's joined the ranks of Count Chocula, Booberry, Frankenberry, Fruit Brute, Yummy Mummy. Uh, if I think it's the first one in like Come Guzzler. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think it's the the best. <laughs> What's that? Just I'm a in Slimer, saying. <laughs> <laughs> just a creature from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> Marshmallow flavored and salt. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> we recommend you blend this with pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the first mascot they introduced in that line for like over 35 years or some shit like that. Yeah, uh, it's been a long time. And uh, Carmella Creeper is her name. And, yep. <laughs> and uh, Carmella Creeper cereal will be a caramel apple cereal, which sounds really good. Uh, but, but what do you think about the Carmella Creeper design? Look, I'm all for a new character, but it's just kind of like they didn't put any thought into the design. They're just like, hey, we had this old like girl who was on the back of a cereal box at for another cereal, but we put a couple scars on her and turned her green, so you can tell she's a zombie, but she's also a DJ. She's a DJ. And it's like, why? <laughs> why, why not just have like a... A zombie lady, like, and why did you, like, like? I feel like the other characters from. I, I know we're talking about fucking cereal, and one of them, one of them is a fucking ghost with a little pork pie hat. Wow, we. And uh, but, but. <laughs> It just she looks like one of the characters from the back of another cereal box that's been turned into a zombie. She looks like, like she looks like uh, um, 
a girl that just watched the Wednesday Adams series, so like they're hopping on like the new goth train. So they went to Hot Topic. <laughs> they bought like what they thought goth may look like, and it's like, oh, but I'm also EDM DJ. I'm like DJ, <laughs> but she's like the type of DJ just plays a playlist. <laughs> Admittedly, though, she does have a delicious sounding cereal. <laughs> so it's a stupid design. <laughs> It's caramel apple cereal. That sounds fucking dope. Yeah. yeah I mean, I'm here for it, man. Um, I'd love that. Yeah. Who knows? You know, they, they, they've edited the characters over time. Maybe it's just going to take a while before she gets fleshed out totally. Nah. Before they find her suitable flesh. Well, I was about to say, damn, I was about to make that fucking joke. <laughs> I was about to make that joke also, goddammit. Uh, yeah, because I, I, I think they had another cereal. I think she has her cereal, but I thought I saw... The box or another one called um, Remix, like Monster Remix. So I guess that's why she's a DJ. I don't know. Why is she a fucking DJ? I just don't get Okay, whatever. It's cereal, Rocky. Let it go. No, no. <laughs> I'm still waiting for explanations of why fucking the Flintstones are on goddamn pebbles. Like, they, they just, forever. It's just, that's just a Flintstone cereal. Like, did we ever ask why Hanna Barbera cornered that market? <laughs> What do you mean? They're supposed to be like pebbles you find on the floor because they look like pebbles like rocks. I'm serious. They, they are. I know. Them. I know. But it's the f- so. Why is that unseeable? Because it's cartoon characters that are from like fucking sixty years ago. <laughs> They're still the mascots. For Her this name series. was fucking pebbles, <laughs> and she's not even on the fucking box. A stupid ass. That Fred. has confused me. That has confused <laughs> it's me. It's Fred and Barney. <laughs> All, right, all I'm saying enough. is fuck Fruity Pebbles. That's all I'm saying. You're wrong. Uh, <laughs> Choco Pebbles are best. They are. They are. I'm kidding. Uh, I love I love the Pebble cereals. So. Welcome uh, to Bladed Apples, a cereal podcast. We need to come out with a cereal. Car- Carmella Creeper. What's the deal with that? What's, what, cereal, what cereal should we come out with? Hmm. The flavor of the fog <laughs> from Halloween Horror Nights. Dude, I'd be down cereal. with that. I'd be down with that. Yeah, so it tastes like not good. <laughs> but it has a very distinct smell and taste to it. Yeah. <laughs> Usually um, I just stand in the middle of the fog at Halloween Horror Nights. I'm just like, nom, it's nom, like nom. the Halloween Horror Nights fog, candles, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, fuck it, make it a cereal. <laughs> and, uh, I wish I could eat this. Yeah, uh, maybe we can get in that remix, and you know, it could be us dancing with Frankenberry and Booberry and Cub Guzzler. <laughs> my, my my favorite mascot, Cub Guzzler. <laughs> hey everybody, me, like, it's me, Cub Guzzler. <laughs> who's ready to get hot and sticky? <laughs> he's and he's a DJ also. <laughs> No, Cum Guzzler's a hype man for DJ. <laughs> he's got a big gold chain. He's been he's been hyping up nothing until Carmella Creeper came out. <laughs> Carmella, Carmella Creeper and Cum Guzzler. <laughs> the dynamic duo. He's like the flavor of Flav for Terminator X1. <laughs> What's my DJ's name? Carmella Creeper X. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. Uh, what else we got? Um, 
Uh, Boogeyman. Oh yeah, you saw Boogeyman. Tell me about Boogeyman. I did. That is a very forgettable movie. Yeah, that's what I hear. I hear it's fine. That's what every review I've heard. I mean, is it the worst thing I've ever seen? Oh god, it's making me tired talking about it. Uh, (laughs) No, but uh, is it remotely interesting? No. (laughs) It's like, yeah, it's a boogeyman, and he hides in the shadows and gets kids. And it's like, okay, well, how do you think we stop him? Bullets. It's like, hmm. nice. That's usually that's usually a good way to solve problems. All right. So I, I hear I hear a lot of school shooters agree with that. They do. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. I heard from the reviews two things. One from multiple reviews. I heard it's fine. <laughs> it's not good. It's fine at best. Um. It's not the worst thing, but it's very forgettable. The creature design's cool. Yeah, that but I heard that also spoilers. I guess I also uh, also looks just like a guy in a suit. <laughs> Is that true? No, it's like no? CGI the whole time. Oh, okay. Yeah, some reviewers like yeah, it just looks kind of like a guy in a suit. Uh, I don't know what movie they're watching. <laughs> uh, but then the other thing they said was that David Desmalchian is really good at the beginning of it. That's the dad, right? No, Christmas scene is the dad. David Desmalchian is is the guy that's like. I guess his character killed his family. He's the guy that's like tells another boogeyman. David Dasmelchian. He's in fucking he. He played Polka Dot Man, Suicide Squad. Fucking he's in oh, all these. Oh yeah, that was him. Yeah, he's in all well, these. I don't know. I don't get where they got like he did really good because he was in it for like five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's just one of those character actors now. You know, he's gonna be in the fucking you know that new Dracula movie and. Last Voyage to Meet and all that. He's just doing these like little fucking appearances in horror movies. I like it. I like he's become this kind of horror actor, uh, character actor, almost like Richard Brake that just pops up. It's like, oh, hey, look at this freaking David, David Desmalchian. Look at that. Look, look, look at that guy. He, he writes Count Crowley. I love that. <laughs> I love that comic. Yeah. Uh, but what else about Boogeyman? Um, like I said, character, like the, the design of the creature was cool. But that's, man, I don't know. Like, it's. It sounds like it's just like Lights Out. Remember that movie, Lights Out, that came out? Well, here, yeah. Yeah, back? it is kind of like that, where it's like, it's fine, but. It, and, you know, and I get it. Like, the Lights Out short is super scary. That's great. Like, the original short he made. But when they were like, hey, we'll let you make a whole movie on it, it's like, that's kind of. Fuck yeah, I can't stop yawning. Um, that's kind of hard to do, like flesh out a, a one minute scary idea into an hour and a half movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, this is based off of a Stephen King short story that seems like they didn't add too much, too much to it. They said that the, uh, the two daughters are pretty good, though. And they're fine. It's got little, little Princess Leia in it. She played, she played a little Princess Leia in Obi-Wan. That show was not good. That's what I hear. <laughs> I mean, there's a couple good moments in it, but I don't think it justified a full season. But anyways, uh, yeah, I hear Boogie, Boogie Man is... I'm supposed to say Boogie Nights. Hey, Boogie Nights is amazing because Boogie Nights is one of the best movies ever. But Boogie Man, on the other yeah, hand. No, just wait till it comes out on a streaming service if you want to watch it. Yeah, and for... then you can be disappointed, at least in the comfort of your own home. Yeah. I won't. I mean, to go see Spider Man. I'm going to go see Spider Man today. 
Oh yeah, I hear it's amazing. Everybody says so good. That first one was amazing. So oh, I know. Yeah, um, uh, I haven't watched the new Ted Gia. How do you say his last name? Gia Jan, Gia Han, Ted Gia Han film, uh, Brooklyn Four Five. But it's on Shutter now, I think. I need to check that out. Larry Fessenden, isn't it? That's always a plus, and people seem to really like it. So. There was another movie that just came out too on Shutter yesterday, and I'm trying to remember what it's called. Is it Brooklyn Four Five? Is it Brooklyn Four Five? The ghost one? I don't know. It looks like a haunted house kind of story. Yeah, I think that that's Brooklyn Four Five. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, I was totally off. I think so. Well, double check. I'm check. I'm checking. But yeah, this one has Larry Fessenden in it, and you know me, I'm a big old Larry fan. He's, oh, that isn't it. Yeah, it yep. is. It's it's Brooklyn Four Five. Okay. Ted, uh, it's a new movie from Ted oh, G. Yeah, they put all the ginger snaps up. Yeah, well, they put that out a couple. Of weeks. They put a bunch of uh, werewolf movies up. Um, but Ted G. Han, he put out another horror movie called uh, We Are Still Here. Did you see that movie? Yeah, yeah. I told you to watch that movie. Yeah. Uh, you didn't like it. Yeah, so this is a new movie from him. So I'm going to check it out. People seem to really like I it. Didn't, I didn't hate We Are Still Here. No. A lot of people hated it. I thought people really liked We Are Still Here. I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so uh, you also, uh, we're, we haven't recorded a couple of weeks because you've been out of town. That's true. And uh, <laughs> what have I been doing? And because, huh? What have I been doing? Yeah, what have you been doing? Uh, and what you've been doing is why we're doing this episode on uh, the topic that we are. So, <laughs> what uh, what have you been up to, Blaze? I don't know. What have I been up to? <laughs> um, I, uh, me and old Pagey Poo, uh, took her to... Disney World for her birthday because that's what she wanted. And that was expansive. Yep. <laughs> but she also buys me guitars all the time, so I can't complain too much. Begrudgingly. Yeah, very begrudgingly. begrudgingly. Like she, lo- she looks like she's going into a pit of sorrow every time she... She's like, what do you want for your birthday? I'm like, you know what I want. <laughs> um... But yeah, so f- first time going for me. Um, her first time going at her birthday, so lots of happy birthdays for people. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> trying to think, she made me ride all the the classics in Magic Kingdom. She said. Including It's a Small, Stupid, Awful World. Worst ride. That ride is so fucking long. Yeah. Like, the first two minutes, you're like, oh, I don't see what everyone's complained about. It's kind of got some, oh, my God, it's still going. It lasts for fucking ever. My my mom got stuck on that ride for two hours, and they didn't turn the music off. Um, yeah, I was just watching. I was doing some research for some stuff for the mythology biology. Uh-huh. That's like a common occurrence that people get stuck on that ride for hours. Yeah. Yeah. I like how it's just hours. They don't like fix it. They're just like, oh, what do we do? Do a backup plan? And Disney's like, nope. <laughs> Torture them. <laughs> eh, it's a small world. They'll get over it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. Like, if it's stopped for like by the end of the first hour, I would be like swimming to the side. <laughs> just walk off. Like, yeah. I would already I'd... hopped out of the fucking boat. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I don't understand that ride at all. Yeah, I, yeah. I think, I think it's just one of those things that has nostalgia. I don't know. Just one of those I classic mean, it's the rides. The first ride well. that opened there. So. Yeah. Sucks. Um, <laughs> it shit yeah, sucks. It does suck. But you finally got to ride the Haunted Mansion. I did, and it was really weird because, like I had said, um, I think previously. My parents took me to Disney when I was three or four. I have no recollection of it whatsoever, except for one part, my mind's eye. And that was of the ballroom of the Haunted Mansion. And as soon as I went through that part in the Haunted Mansion, I'm like, man, I don't remember any of this. This is so cool. It was like, <gasps> blast me back into a bull haircut and fucking suspenders. <laughs> like, it was fucking crazy. Yeah, I was that 90s kid. Like, I was that 90s kid on a leash. Yeah. So. <laughs> Your dad throwing you in a locker. <laughs> Just maybe. <laughs> like, get in there. And say, this is a child swap. They're like, sir, this is a child swap. He's like, it is now. <laughs> I'm going on Thunderbound. <laughs> so that's why you can't remember anything about Disney, man. You were in a locker the whole time. <laughs> um, yeah, so Haunted Mansion is badass. Uh, I got a sweet little neato shirt from there. Um,. What else? Thunder Mountain was fun. We had a really good time. Uh, oh, man, the Space Mountain thing. That was like the miracle of the... It was the birthday miracle. Yeah. Because uh, literally everyone told me that's the ride we were going to be waiting on forever and ever and ever. And it broke down. And Paige was like, I just want to sit here and have a smoke real Or not smoke. She couldn't smoke. She wanted to, like, uh, check her phone or something like that. And as she was doing it, the ride opened, and we were able to run right into the cart and get on Space Mountain. Yeah. That's so, great luck. Yeah, that that ride's dope. Thunder Mountain's fun. Minus I was stuck behind the children from... Uh, three copies of the child from the Babadook. <laughs> that whole line. <laughs> They're just screaming and punching random things, and the parents look defeated. And they're like, man, I would love to be under the tracks on Thunder Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> and you did, too. I did, too, at that point, because I was like, this is like an... I mean, it, it wasn't that... We were lucky, because we came the day after Memorial Day, so it was like... I think the longest we waited for anything was probably... Uh, uh, What's it called? The Smuggler's Run in Hollywood Studios. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, but out of all of Disney, me and Paige, and by all of Disney, I mean Hollywood Studios and Magic Kingdom, because we haven't gone to the other two yet. Um, we love Tower of Terror the most. We love that ride. Yeah. And that's, that ride is amazing. And that's why we're going to be talking about the movie today. Not as amazing. Yeah, Definitely not as amazing. Sh shut up. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, so let's go. I actually, I have my little uh, uh, Gaston mug. Yeah, those old plastic Gaston right mugs that they put cheap-ass sticker on. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Only $13. <laughs> hey. <laughs> it is a cool sure. little cup, though. I like that little mug. And the, yeah. and, the, and the apple cider shit that comes in is pretty good. Yeah, that stuff is good. Yeah. But you can get it without the mug. <laughs> like for Cheaper. 
Yeah, it's four dollars less. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> but what's the fun in that? Yeah, it was her birthday. We were having a good time. Yeah. And then we went to that. I will say though, I want to make a statement for anyone thinking about going. Be our guest. There's a restaurant there that you have to uh, put in a reservation for to eat there. It's a three-course meal. It's $67 a person. And... Nope. What I will say, the food is fine. It's all right. It's good. Um... Not worth $67. Um, the beer is very expensive, but it is the only place you can get a beer at Magic Kingdom. Uh, but they advertise it as a personal, intimate, uh, in- intimate dining experience. It is not. <laughs> it is, you're in the Beast Castle with uh, three... Three crowds of uh, Denny's patrons <laughs> after th- 3 a.m. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, uh, the most entertaining thing ended up becoming uh, how annoyed we were with one person there. And this person is like either an influencer or a wannabe influencer or whatever. And that's fine. I get that. But holy shit. Like, oh, I actually, I didn't get to talk about this on the Am I talking too long? Do we need to move on? No. Oh, okay. Um, so when we, we got there a little early for VR guests. And they were like, ah, yes, come to the study and then sit in the waiting room, the, the lounge. And then you go in and it's a big empty room. They're like, all right, sit on the fucking floor. <laughs> it's like, this is a $130 meal. <laughs> like, why am I sitting on the floor? Uh, on the floor, on the floor. Think you're rich, but you are poor. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, and there's one chair in there and we had seen this this girl and the person she was with and admittedly they the person they were with didn't look as ecstatic as they were he so looked pretty were, fucking miserable they kind of did and they were they like handed the phone to this lady who was in the waiting room because the chair opened up and she's like, you take a picture of me on this chair in the Beast Lounge? And they're like, yeah, sure. And then she's like, thanks. And then she starts like, get from this angle. If you can bend one knee down here and then turn this way. And I was like, oh, my fucking God, she's got him hostage now. So this person takes and she like goes and re- like reviews them. She's like, can we do that one more time? And they're like, I guess. Like... <laughs> So we get in there and like she is just like like getting up on her chair to take overhead pictures of the food and stuff and she we were like thank god we're, they're out of here and we're going to get a different table we get the table directly behind them. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> so she's standing up and taking pictures of their food and like his like entree comes out she's like don't touch that and she like runs around to his side and starts taking pictures over his shoulder 
And it was like, what the hell is going on? And then they act like this big deal, like every 30 minutes or something, the the beast comes out to greet everyone. He's like, hello, everyone. (laughs) He just like grabs the top of his shirts like, (laughs) and he just waves and he walks around in a circle and then he walks back into the room and waits another 30 minutes to come out. But holy shit, this girl lost her fucking mind over this because, you know, she's got like the Disney years on and everything like that. And she's, I would say, probably about our age. So that's what makes it a little sadder. And um, we're sitting there and they're like. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, the Beast. It's like he has a name. Like he has a name. He called the name. Like, and uh, the Beast wants to greet you for coming to his dining hall. And he comes out, <laughs> and they're like, and please, while the Beast is out, please stay in your seats. And like they announce it over a loud intercom. Like, immediately, as soon as that door opens, that girl just runs in the middle of the room. This bitch. <laughs> <Just> starts <laughs> taking pictures of him. And they're like, uh, please get back in your seat. You're in standing in front of people getting their food and stuff. And she's just like, oh, okay, okay. And then they're like, okay. 30 minutes later go by after she's still taking pictures of the food and not talking to the dude at all. And he's like, so... You know, what's your favorite ride so far? And she's like, hold on a second. <laughs> it's like, Jesus. And so we're sitting there, and Paige is about to lose her fucking mind. Understandably. Like, she hates this person. And I think it's fucking hilarious. Like, I'm dying at this point. I Like, we, we start cracking jokes, and it starts getting really funny. But the beast comes out and she's like, watch her, watch her leave the chair again. And I was like, I don't think she'll leave the chair this time because they already told her off. And she's like, we'll see. So the, the announcement goes off and they're like, ladies and gentlemen, the beast, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking kicks against the wall in her chair pushes her chair out into the middle of the aisle and starts taking pictures it's the most fucking ridiculous thing we have ever seen we were fucking dying at that point at that point we could not hold it in and we were just out loud laughing at this person (laughs) oh my god like when she fucking just jolted that chair straight in the middle of the aisle Uh, and and they like looked and they were like She's in her seat. Shit, she got us. <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> it was just the most mind blowing thing because I just I, I can't imagine that 
Yeah, when you go to like a fine dining establishment, usually it's it's very quiet and, you know, people are pretty respectful there because everyone's realizing we're all paying a fuck ton for this. Yeah, it's it's always quiet until you see the bill and then you're like, fuck! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) You just hear hear spattering like here and there every few minutes. (laughs) (laughs) So what happened was, uh, fuck, what did happen? Yeah. So. Uh, I will tell you, they do have a three-course vegan option, nice. which is nice. Cool. So they had, like, a potato leek soup, which was pretty good. Mm. Um, and then it was this weird, like, corn cakes with these, like, garlic-glazed vegetables that were good. And then a yellow lemon cake that was actually pretty dope. Um, what was $120 good? No, fuck no. Fucking no. Yeah, but I just, I'm, I only see, like... I, I like this is how people get the misconceptions of Disney as the happiest place on earth is because people like her are like cropping everyone else out and they're in ruining everyone else's time around them. Yep. They're holding up lines yep. to make it look like it is a great time and not saying I didn't have a great time. We had a great time, but it, you know, it's, a theme park great time which you know you're going to a theme park you know you're going to be pissed off at least a few every few hours yeah absolutely you're going to get pissed about something yeah so yeah yep that's my disney story there we go but we got another disney story and that's our main topic so let's talk about tower of terror trailer time Terror. So uh, instead of clapping, I'm screaming because it comes up better <laughs> on there because I have to edit this manually. <laughs> yeah, we're using a uh, different recording software, so I didn't know if you were going to stop it or not <laughs> before we no. put the trailer. Hell in. no! <laughs> Hell no! Yeah. So yes, Tower of Terror, 1997. Um, this was a um, direct to TV made-for-TV movie uh, by J.D. McHale. Uh, we actually, I actually briefly mentioned this a few episodes ago when we talked about uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Um, D, uh, D.J. McHale is um, the co-creator. DJ Carmella. Huh? <laughs> D.J. Carmella Creeper. <laughs> <laughs> Carmella Creeper and uh, Come, come Guzzler. <laughs> um DJ McCall is the co-creator of um, of uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Let us know if you want us to make Cum Guzzler cereal T-shirts <laughs> and buy them. We'll sell you a. I will. Uh, we'll make a Cum Guzzler cereal T-shirt just to let you know. I'm into this. Cum Guzzler. <laughs> what kind of creatures? Cum Guzzler is he a ghost? He's ectoplasm. Oh, <laughs> Well, cum guzzler should be because okay, we're going back to the serial talk. <laughs> so, so hope you guys are hungry. So, 
So Count Chocula is is a is a Dracula. He's a vampire. He's uh, a Dracula. He's a Dracula. <laughs> he's a Dracky baby. <laughs> Frankenberry is a Frankenstein's monster. Booberry's a ghost. You know, Yummy Mummy's a mummy, and and Fruit Brood is a, a werewolf. So come Guzzler, I mean. Following that pattern, the only thing that makes sense is that he has to be a creature from the Black Lagoon, right? Like a slime monster. Yeah, he's gonna be like a creature from the Black Lagoon, but just swimming in like. Come. <laughs> he's guzzling, as you could say. Just, <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's just guzzling through his gills. <laughs> I'm for this. What would that sound like? Uh, just like these giant. Yeah. You could sneak just, up on anybody. Yeah. <laughs> he's just, like he's in a, a river of cum, but just sucking in through his gills. It's gotta be on. <laughs> That's the best impression I can think of. Somewhere, somewhere Clive Barker is listening to this podcast like, yes, yes, it's right on oh, this. this is good shit. <laughs> Hellraiser 30. <laughs> Come on, Earth. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Come Guzzler shirt's coming soon. We need, to make, we need to make shirts with our logo on it and Come Guzzler shirts. <laughs> We need a logo shirt. We need a uh, uh, Sam Neill's famous gravy <laughs> shirt, and we need a Cub Guzzler shirt. Goodness gravy! Uh, <laughs> um, all right, so Tower of Terror. <laughs> 1997 it was made by DJ McCall he's a co-creator of Are You Afraid of the Dark uh, when we did our Are You Afraid of the Dark episode a few episodes back um, I, I just happened to mention it I mentioned that he had done this movie and I also brought up hey whenever you go to Disney we should talk about this movie and then you went to Disney so now we're talking about this fucking movie aren't you happy that's no. a yes. <laughs> come, come, Guzzler also does that. That's what happens after the gills go. <laughs> Just kind of like seeps out of his mouth while he's talking. Bubbles. <laughs> hey, you guys want some delicious cereal? <laughs> he pours the cereal in the bowl and just like spits up. <laughs> just starts shoving it into his neck holes. And, ah, it hurts. <laughs> We probably lost half the audience at this point. That's fine. <laughs> You're like, fuck please em. shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, DJ, McCall, DJ McCall made this DJ movie. McCall. Jesus Christ. DJ McCall uh, made this movie for uh, The Wonderful World. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we won this episode. Uh, for The Wonderful World of Disney, um, which was a series of... Uh, you remember Wonderful World of Disney? Do you remember those TV movies that used to come out in the 90s? I, the, I, you know, I, it's like I, re- I recollect seeing commercials and stuff for them, but this is the first time I think I actually sat down and watched yeah, but I do remember that movie Under Wraps, and that was dope. Yeah, dude, that that movie Under Wraps for anybody that doesn't know, it's a mummy movie that that Disney made in the mid nineties. Um, I loved that movie as a kid, but that movie has a terrifying beginning for a Disney movie <laughs> because they're watching a horror movie, and uh, you don't know they're watching a horror movie though at first, but um, you're in the middle of a horror movie, and. Uh, like this dad is like cleaning dishes at the sink or whatever and then like 
Where I, you normally clean dishes. Yeah, <laughs> and a knife falls into the garbage disposal. And the garbage disposal goes on when he goes to pick it up. But this creature, this killer, comes out and puts his hands through the window where the dad is cleaning dishes and starts putting his head like closer to where this like knife is in the garbage disposal. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, that's the beginning of the fucking movie. I'm like, this is terrifying. I was so fucking scared <laughs> because I'm like, you know, seven, six, whenever that movie came out. Um, but I loved Under Wraps. That was a great mummy film. Um, I don't know if it holds up now, now that we're adults, but I, I liked it then. <laughs> I watched it recently. Yeah, it was still good? I mean, in nostalgia sense, like, sure. I wouldn't say, hey, go check this out to somebody who has never seen it. <laughs> right, right. <clears throat> They'll be like, what the fuck is this garbage? <laughs> <laughs> So this was made for uh, Wonderful World of Disney. Um, this is actually the first Disney movie based on uh, a Disney attraction. Um, I'm surprised it didn't take off like Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> I know. I can't believe. I mean, what? Steve Gutenberg isn't a, enough of a draw? <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, they, like uh, Kirsten Dunst was just on the road to success. You start with Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise, and you end up in the wonderful world of Steve Gutenberg <laughs> from everyone's favorite classic, Police Academy. <laughs> yeah, she's 15 at this time, and I, this had to be the same year, or maybe the year right before before she did small soldiers probably the same year yeah um which i loved i, that, I loved that movie as a That's kid a great fucking i loved movie. that film as a kid um but um yeah so so we have kirsten donson got steve gutenberg in it um pretty pretty good pretty good cast um and it got that little little guy from Children of the corn and fucking tammy the t-rex yep <laughs> um uh dewey yeah um, but uh, uh, there's not a whole lot of background on this. Um, this is, the, like I said, the first attraction uh, based Disney movie. This is before Pirates of the Caribbean, before Haunted Mansion. Uh, uh, I was about to say Ghost of Mars. <laughs> Mission to Mars. <laughs> Mission to Mars. <laughs> um, uh, uh, country I'm Ice Cube. Welcome to Disney World, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> country Bears. It's before a lot of that shit. Um, Ugh, country bears. Yeah, those yeah. You forgot are about that, didn't terrifying you? Terrifying <laughs> when you go there. Yeah, like, those mascots are horrifying. Yeah. Did you go to that while you were there? The Frontierland. Did you go to Country Bears Jamboree? No, that's not open anymore. It isn't. No. They finally shut it down. Damn. Yep. Fuck. Um, the Country Bears are still there. They just randomly walk around. And yeah. Like, Ugh! Yeah. Yeah. The, I'm surprised their show's not there anymore. But anyways. Um, yeah, the only other thing about this is that this is based off the Tower Terror ride, of course. That is at what used to be MGM, is now Hollywood Studios here. Uh, they're in Orlando. Um, they, 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 they have they one, they have one the, Disneyland also, but they shut theirs they down. They got the licensing for Twilight Zone for the ride. Yeah. But they didn't use Twilight Zone at all in the movie. Exactly. Which is weird to yeah, me. that's that's what I was about to say. That that this movie, um, even though it's a Twilight Zone themed ride, um, the movie has nothing to do with Twilight Zone. Yeah, the ride <laughs> story is way better. Yeah, um, but they did shoot a bunch of this movie outside and inside the ride. Mm. Did you, uh, since you've been there so recently, did you recognize any of the interiors or anything from? Yeah, I think so. Because they shot at the Orlando location and didn't shoot the one at Disneyland. Oh, they did? Okay. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I gotta admit, I don't think I did really recognize any of it. I mean, I think they've probably renovated a lot of it. Yeah, oh well, yeah, for sure. Um, so. Yeah, the one in Dis- Disneyland's Tower of Terror shut down, so now Guardians of the Galaxy ride out there on the West Coast. That happened like a decade ago. Um, and their their Guardians of the Galaxy ride is different than the one they have in Orlando. Um, but they don't have their Tower of Terror, yeah, but we do. Yeah, it's a 428-minute wait. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I hear sounds good. Um but yeah, that's really all the background I have on this. <laughs> so Great. let's get into it. Um, uh, let's start at a beginning that's very reminiscent <laughs> of another movie we talked about recently, Ghost Ship. It sure is. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. Prepping myself here. So, Hotel 1930s? 1939. 1939. Um, I'm not going to remember any of the names. I know I just watched it. I'm not going to remember any of those Yeah, I I wrote down some of them. Uh, Little girl's name. Sally. Is it Sally? Sally Sally Shine? Yeah, Sally Shine. Yeah. So we start off with a girl looking around the corner, sadly, (laughs) for some reason, which comes into play much later. And she's like, oh, I'm in a fancy hotel. (laughs) And in comes, like, this TV star uh, equatable to Annie, I would say, at the time. Shirley Shirley Temple. Temple. That's what I meant. Yeah, Shirley Temple. Same shit. shit. Shirley (laughs) Temple ended up being a really terrible person when she grew up. Probably. No, she did. (laughs) She's dead now, so. She's like, yeah, yeah, she's... Yeah, she, she was an apartheid person. Really? <laughs> it's like, oh yeah. Ugh. Yeah, like loved Nixon and was on his cabinet. Yeah, she didn't. Mm. Not great. <laughs> not great. Not yeah, great. Not great. Um, where was I? Yes, Shirley Temple's a bad person. So, <laughs> <laughs> um. So while that's going on, you see just kind of crowds going through. You see the caretaker of Shirley. I think her name's like Miss Partridge. Partridge. Yeah. Yeah. Partridge. And, you know, she looks kind of like a gruff um, Irish woman. You see a bit of a bulldog face. Yeah. And uh, she was actually in a couple things. I remember when I was looking at IMDb, I'm trying to remember what they were now. Yeah. The actress's name is uh, Wendy Worthington. Yeah, she was in something else kind of similar. But, um, yeah, so, and then you have the the fancy pants guy with the fancy singer, late lounge singer lady. You know, the stereotypical 1930s jazz. Yeah, Gilbert Gilbert and uh, Carolyn. Claire? Carolyn. I thought it was Claire. Uh, No, Claire is, she goes by Claire later on. Oh, okay. Yeah, but her actual name is Carolyn. Um, yeah. And yeah, yeah, this is a big, this is a Halloween party. It's a big party that's going on at the Power Terror Hotel. It's a, uh, a club at the oh, top. It's called Hollywood Hotel. Yeah, Ho- Hollywood Hotel. hotel. Yes. It's Tower not called the Tower of Terror. Terror. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yes. It's the Hollywood Hotel. Um, and the, the, the top lounge club is called the Tip Top Club um, or Top of the World Club. Uh, top of the World Club. No, Tip Top. You're tip right. Top. Tip Top Club. Um, 
where they're all up there and uh yeah it's just like ghost ship it's like oh but it's a fancy like party and there's like a jazz band playing and uh we're excited to get up there so they all get onto the elevator <laughs> and in comes mr dewey the little bellboy who's uh played by john franklin from children of the corn and uh, he was also cousin Ned in the Addams Family movies. What was he? Uh, you said there was something else he was in that we recognized. No, Tammy and the T Rex. He's, he's Tammy the and doctor in Tammy yeah. the T Rex. So he was also the one of the walkabout Chucky's in uh, Child's Play. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Um, yeah, so he goes and he starts doing his elevator thing as the bellboy, and a green light. Comes from the storm and hits the elevator, and everyone in the elevator disappears. <laughs> and now this mystery has been going on for sixty years. Yeah, yeah. Again, you know, it's based off the real event. Remember that time Shirley Temple got in that elevator and uh, it broke, and she got decimated whenever it crashed into the ground. We wish. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, so we, we fast forward uh, 60 years to the 90s, the, the rip-roaring rip 90s from the 30s, and we get introduced to um, our main character who may have the best name what ever. What, Buzz? Buzzy Crocker. Buzzy Crocker, that's right. Who the fuck, who the fuck would name themselves? Like, even if, like, your your birthday was, like, Buzz, or, like, whatever, it's like, my name's Buzzy. It's <laughs> Why would you go by Buzzy? Um, I don't know. What's the buzz, Buzzy? <laughs> You're a newspaper journalist. <laughs> Buzzy. So Buzzy is a fallen newspaper journalist who's now a complete bullshit artist. Probably bullshit artist whenever he was a journalist also. Here's the thing about this movie. <laughs> Everybody's, uh, especially as this movie progresses, everybody gets dumber. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everybody, even like there's a super capable character we're going to talk about. And she gets... She hits levels of idiocy <laughs> that are unheard of as this movie goes farther. She's a strong, independent character that's very smart when we get introduced to her. But as the movie progresses, she gets progressively dumber. Uh, Buzzy gets dumber. Uh, these people are journalists. <laughs> these are people that work for major publications. Um, and the police. And the police. <laughs> Bless me. Sorry. Um, But for some reason, they get dumber and dumber and dumber. Buzzy is a fallen journalist. He is now a complete bullshit artist for a tabloid. Like Inquirer kind of. Not even Inquirer. Like fucking. uh, What's that? What's that world news called? The one with like Bat Boy and shit. Um, Global. Yeah. The Globe. Um. Yeah, it's it's like that. Like he's like taking pictures. Like he's a, a setup artist where he takes like fake photo sessions of like, oh look at this doctor cutting into a captured alien, and uh, who happens to be Kirsten Dunst in a suit, which begs the question: Why did she need to be in the suit? I took because a note of that. Just- I took a note of that because when we get introduced him, he's doing a photo session with with an uh, actor that's dressed like a doctor, and there's like an alien on the table and if you want to call it that it, it looked like it had a toaster for a face yeah I have no idea what, what he was thinking uh, and uh, he goes to cut into the alien on the table and Kirsten Dunst is in the suit 
Where it's just like, why should it be in the suit? Why just lay the fucking alien? Why not just put the suit out there? I, yeah. I don't understand, especially if you're going to cut. She's like, hey, don't cut me. And he's like, oh, I didn't know somebody was inside. I'm sorry. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you're great. You're great. Thank you so much. Bye. And, then, <laughs> and we find out that this is Anna. It's uh, Buzzy's nie- uh, niece. She is... Um, uh, She's his best friend and the only person that seems to care about him. <laughs> Buzzy lives a very sad existence. <laughs> Rightfully so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so uh uh his his sister um seems like he's a bit of a burden also and she's kind of confused why her daughter likes her brother at all. <laughs> um and uh, Steve Gutenberg plays uh, Steve Gutenberg, like we said, of Police Academy fame, plays Buzzy, and yeah, he's he's just trying to find a news story that that will get his career back on track. This is that's his character arc. Yeah. So as he's coming home, he finds his door open. Well, and- be- before that, this is let's introduce one more character because he does go to the paper he used to work for, and we get introduced no, to Jill. Fuck you. <laughs> we get introduced to Jill, who yeah. is who is the character I was referencing. Jill is his ex girlfriend that they dated like five years ago, though. Um, and Jill is a strong, independent woman that doesn't take any shit from anybody. And at first, I'm just like, man, this chick is way out of Buzzy's league. Like she mm-hmm. is. She's awesome and capable and has a career, and she's great. Um, as the movie goes along, I completely change my mind on that. <laughs> uh, and the only thing that he has to hold on to, the memory that they share, is the time they went down south and basically got food poisoning from eating bad seafood. <laughs> yep. Yep. I mean, how, how can you deny him? How can you deny his charm? How <laughs> can you deny the Steve Gutenberg charm? You know, people have been doing it for years, though. (laughs) And he's like, you know what? Maybe, maybe we can go back. Maybe we can go back and eat some more of that bad fish. He's like, that's 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 fucking awful. I don't want to fucking do that. (laughs) Just because you're broke. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Anyways, but yes, now now he goes to uh, now he goes to his house. And his door's open, and the guy's like, oh, hey, you meant to ask, how's your mom doing? And he's like, my mom died ten years ago. He's like, there's an older lady inside your house. He's like, oh, spooky ghost. And inside, we find an old lady named Abigail. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I'm such a big fan of your paper. You, you tell the truth, and you believe and he's like, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> she shows him a picture. It's like, does this look familiar? And it's of the hotel. And he's like, oh yeah, of course. It's at Disney. You know, so. <laughs> like this fucking, this fucking Tower of Terror. That, that ride's fucking tight. <laughs> and she's, and she's like, it is tight. <laughs> it's super tight, young man. <laughs> you gotta realize that shit was dope before you were born. <laughs> and then she gets on her skateboard. <laughs> Skates off, and that's the end of the scene. <laughs> See you later, loser. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, she's shit she's, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> she, I'm gonna go get a bowl of cum guzzler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that's what I was about to say. Um, so she starts explaining to him about how she was there and she couldn't realize why they were gone and she believes that Miss Partridge used black magic who was to, who is Sally's nanny. Caretaker. Yeah. Yeah. Um I believe she used black magic to uh fucking hell what I'm trying to make them disappear. It was supposed to, yeah, disappear I guess. Um, and yeah, and, I, and you know, also while I'm watching this scene, I, I felt like there was something to where Abigail wanted to call it something different than black magic. Um, she's like, back in the 30s, we used to call it, and then he probably, Steve Goober's like, don't say that. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> we can't say that word. He's like, can't say that word. She's like, right, black magic. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so he's like, look, this is crazy, this is stupid, and she's like, look, if you just go, I'll, I know the person who runs, he's like the caretaker, he'll let you in, and you can find that book of black magic in there, you'll see it. And he was like, fine lady, I'll go do it. So he meets up with Q, who is the caretaker slash car mechanic, who's really terrible at his job. And he said he's dressed like, uh... It's, I, I, it's like if if uh, Monterey Jack from uh, from uh, Rescue Rangers um, fucked Dom DeLuise <laughs> and then they had a baby, it would be cute. <laughs> and um, yeah, so he's actually in quite a few things too. Yeah, he's one of those character actors that's super yeah. recognizable. And. Is that a Haunted Mansion pen? No, this is... I'm, I'm in my Haunted Mansion notebook, but this is my Exorcist. This is the Exorcist pen you got me with oh, uh, yeah. with Reagan throwing up in the water. Uh, yeah, that's a cool yeah. one. Yeah. But uh, I don't know how you keep pens that long. <laughs> I only keep I the ones that mean... All the ones that have a sentimental value. Oh. Um, yes. Black magic. Um... So, uh, Buzzy gets over there, he meets up with Q, Q's like, I'm not going inside there, but I will open the door for you, because, uh, you know, whatever. And he goes in, he finds the book of black magic, he's like, oh, did, shit. Oh, I was, I was writing something down, did you say he, that, that he inherited this from Dewey? I didn't, oh, nope, I didn't. Uh, okay, right. yeah, he's, uh, Dewey the, uh, the, uh bellboy the bellboy for some reason i guess his I, he he owned the hotel his family created the hotel his grandpa did yeah his grandpa. grandpa did you yeah and uh um dewey or dewey q is inherited the hotel but it's not making money it's just a fucking death trap that's just been sitting there that hasn't been because demolished for some reason i don't fucking know but yeah, i don't uh, know how you pull that off yeah at the time whenever everything's getting gentrified somehow that big fucking piece of shit hotel in los angeles <laughs> isn't getting torn down but just sitting there um we're getting bought out uh so he's afraid to go in there because he's afraid of ghosts um but uh, he's not making money off of it either, and he's kind of a shitty mechanic. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> continue on. So he comes out, he's like, oh, she wasn't kidding about the black magic. Maybe we got a story here. We got to figure this out. It was Partridge's fault. And 
he goes back home. He starts showing his sister and everyone the book. And he says he wants Anne to join him. And Anne's like, hell yeah, I want to hang out with my stupid, dumb fuck uncle. <laughs> and her mom's like, please don't hang out with your stupid, dumb fuck <laughs> Can uncle. Can you not find a better role model anywhere? <laughs> At all. <laughs> He's like, yeah, let's go make fake news. <laughs> He's the guy Trump was warning us about. <laughs> Damn it, Gutenberg. <laughs> Damn you, Gutenberg. Um, so they get in the car and he's gonna dress her up as Shirley Sunshine and take ghost pictures and all that jazz cause, and, cause even though he's like wow this could be an actual news story better fucking lie still <laughs> yep yeah, and then uh, he has a woman who's supposed to be playing Miss Partridge named Claire she was hired by an agency to come out and he's like, oh, God, she's beautiful. You can't be the horrible, like, it's just, you know, you're way too pretty <laughs> like, to play this character. And she's like, well, it's always too pretty or not pretty enough. For and it's like, fuck, man. Yeah, you really put him in a pickle there. You gotta, you have to hire her now. And, uh, and I would, too. I would feel like an asshole. I'd be like, fuck me. Like, we'll make it work. Like, oh, so they bring, they bring Abigail with them. To, to the fucking to the hotel and she's like well we have to do it or, or Miss Partridge is going to doom Sally's soul to hell <laughs> with the book like Jesus Christ is that the next step <laughs> and um, also Abigail's like every red flag like at no point is Buzzy like who is this lady why does she care where'd she come from <laughs> yeah why are you talking this nonsense lady how'd you uh, break into my house yeah and nothing nothing he's just like oh this all seems like on the up and up uh uh and and i, I had to take a note of this because when they're outside the gate of the hotel and they're talking she's like evil does not die and i put evil does not die tonight so <laughs> there you go <laughs> You guys are welcome for that note. Check that one off. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, yeah, but uh, what's her name? Uh, Poulet? Poulet? What's her first name? Who? Poulet. You said her name earlier, her first name. Uh, Claire. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's like, I'm an actress. And I'm looking at it and just like, that's that's a ghost. <laughs> that's clearly a fucking ghost, Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> Like, how are you fucking following this? Uh, uh, and I love, yeah, I love the part where she's like, I suck at acting. And he's like, no, you're great. And then she's like, all right, Mr. Hotshot Reporter. I'm like, oh, no, you're right. You're, you're fucking awful. <laughs> you're terrible. <laughs> you're a bad actor. <laughs> if I didn't want to fuck you, I would tell you the honest truth. But... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, they have a heart-to-heart. -heart. Uh, I, I guess I'm skipping ahead a little bit. They, they go in the hotel, a bunch of weird fucking shit happens. Yeah, and they're like, oh shit, ghosts are here. Holy holy balls. Yeah. And then he goes back, and then they, he has a heart-to-heart -heart with, with uh, Claire Poulet. And uh, he unveils a little bit of his backstory about, like, why are you looking for this, like, big role and all that? Like, why are you trying to, like, get her up? Big story and get your career back. Like, what happened? And he uh, unveils that... He's like, oh, I bu busted the story of the mobster mayor. It's like, I found out that uh, the mayor was taking bribes from the mafia. 
<laughs> it's like uh, found out the footage was fake. The footage was fake and it ruined my career. And in my head, it was just like, how could you tell? It's like, oh well, I got confused by a mare, but then I looked at the at the video and it was actually a horse. So. <laughs> It like, that's it not the mayor. <laughs> it wasn't even a male horse. <laughs> Damn it. Like, it was the wrong kind of mare. Um, <laughs> it ruined me for life. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> and she's like, oh, well, that, sounds, that sounds awful, mister. <laughs> and that's also the thing is that the ghosts in this is that they have transatlantic accents whenever it suits them. <laughs> and then they yeah. completely forget about the transatlantic accents and just start talking like themselves. <laughs> Well, gee whiz, sir, let's go on to this elevator. Oh, we should go in the elevator? Yeah, let's get on it. That's fine. That's good. <laughs> Gilbert's the one that gets me the best. I don't see how you can tolerate that. <laughs> and then it's like, tolerate what? Well, you know, the little girls is fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Gilbert? The, 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 the guy with the mustache? Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of like, like a Vincent Price kind of thing, yeah, right? Yeah, he was like, I'm Vincent Price. I'm I'm Vince. I'm Vincent Price. I'm Vince. <laughs> Are you not convinced? Moving on. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, and then yeah. I'm like, I'm like the, 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 the red flag with him talking to Claire is like, wait, you... You don't want to help the ghosts? Which Bozzy's basically like, help the ghosts? Fuck that. They're fucking dead. Like, what do I give a fuck? <laughs> why, why do I care if I help those ghosts or not? I'm alive. They're not. I'm trying to get my career back. Fuck them. And then she's all sad. She's like, oh, all right. And I'm like, you know, what he's saying is completely rational. He's right. Fuck those ghosts. Why does he care? But then he finds out that Claire is actually Carolyn, the singing ghost lady. <laughs> sure. After there's a group argument of the ghosts for some reason. They're all arguing with each other in front of somebody. Yeah, in front of Anna? Yeah. Yeah, because earlier Anna thinks that she's being attacked by Miss Partridge and them, which doesn't make any sense. I guess they're trying to scare her away. I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to do earlier, but they... they kind of gang up on her earlier and then like later on she's in a room alone with them and then they all start having witty banner they're all look at these ghosts they're all they're all pelling around look at maybe maybe they aren't so scary and uh sally sunshine is like oh we have to get to the top we had to fix the elevator she's getting stuck and and uh the 11th story, but we had to get to the 12th story. That's where the club is. Um, and we've been doing this for, you know, 60 years or whatever. We had to get to the party. And Anna's like, yeah, well, it's it's not 1939 anymore. It's actually 1997. To which Sally was like, fuck! Like, we're late. <laughs> God damn it. Like, 60 <laughs> years late? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, the, the, the biggest no shit moment ever happens was like, Claire's like, yeah, I'm Carolyn. I'm not. I'm a ghost. It's like, yeah, <laughs> duh. Maybe I am a good actor. No, <laughs> no, that's still not true. <laughs> During this whole time, Jill gets roped in because because Buzzy keeps on going and bothering Jill. But like, listen, no, seriously, I have I have something that you can post in the paper. What? Ghost Hotel. <laughs> She's like, get the fuck out! <laughs> get the fuck out of my office. You can call it Go Tell. Call it Go Tell. <laughs> it's like Buzzy. I really need you to stop bringing the shit to me. And um, uh, uh, 
But whenever he's like, yeah, no, listen, I have I have a good lead. It's a solid lead. It's this random old lady that broke into my house. Her name is Abigail. <laughs> She's a serial break-in. <laughs> and Joe's like, that, that doesn't sound trustworthy at all. He's like, no, it, it's fine. See you later. And she calls, she calls, like, connect uh, somebody in the office. Like, hey, I need you to run a background on Abigail. Uh I don't know her last name. <laughs> Abigail Abigailson. And um, if you can... Uh, if you can Abigail uh, Shine. Yeah, Shine. If we can... Uh, well, we don't know it's Shine. Yet. Uh, oh, she's got fuck. a different... Yeah. <laughs> um, where we need to do a... Uh, Whoopsie Daisy. <laughs> Whoopsie Blazy. Uh, we need to do a... a oh, oh, by the way, during that banter, they revealed Miss Partridge loved Sally and oh, yeah. did not yeah. actually do the black magic. It's like, oh, really? Because you look like a complete bitch. It's like, doesn't mean I actually am. I just have bad genetics. It's like, well, sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm going to have to go with that. <laughs> You're just too ugly to be nice. <laughs> ugly people can't be nice. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Only attractive people can be nice. That's why everyone says, that Blaze motherfucker's the meanest person I've ever met. Oh. Uh, yeah so the whole time that that all this has been going on jill has been at a mental health facility Mm um we're we're the 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 ward it's not a warden it's the 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 the, director the director of the uh facility is like the worst (laughs) the worst healthcare professional quite possibly ever it's like, tell me about Abigail. It's like, oh, well, yes, Abigail, she's been here for 60 years. And, uh, well, she was just released earlier. Well, actually, she wasn't released. She she just kind of left the grounds one day, and uh, she didn't come back. <laughs> it's like, how long ago was that? Oh, like a week ago? She said she wanted to grab coffee, but she just, uh, <laughs> she never returned. It's like, that. Well, I brought this for her birthday. It's her birthday? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's Halloween. Like she's been here sixty years, and you don't know when that is. Yeah, it's 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 Halloween and uh, day. It's like, oh yeah, it's like, can I go to her room? It's like, yeah, sure, I don't see why not. They go to her room, and uh, there's like a, a, a trunk there. It opens up the trunk, and immediately, it's, like the top it says of the trunk laces out. <laughs> what? Well, it says laces out, <laughs> just faded in blood. <laughs> If you don't get that reference, you are not from the 90s. And um, opens up the trunk, and, and uh, the the top part of the trunk falls down, and there's just all this shit like "fuck Sally," like gonna fucking kill Sally, and all this. And uh, the doctor comes in, and it's like, "Oh, you find what you're looking for?" It's like, yeah, I, I think so. It's like, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you, uh, Abigail and Sally Shine, they're sisters. It's like, did you notice this? Like, oh no, I thought she was getting better for sixty years. She's just been saying how much you fucking hate her sister, and she's happy that she did a black craft um, <laughs> spell on her to make her soul disappear, and how she wants to send her to hell. But if she was still alive, she would stab her to fucking death uh, to then send her soul to hell. I, I, but I thought she was better. When did she say this stuff last time? I don't know, like a week week ago before she went and got coffee and never came back. It's, it's not a thing, though. It's like, you are she the fucking compl- worst. She was complaining about people forgetting her birthday or something. <laughs> she's like, I'll show those motherfuckers. And she's like, they don't even say anything on my birthday, like today. He's like, what do you mean? <laughs> He's like, well, it's my birthday. And he just stares at her. He's like, hmm. 
<laughs> Can you please say happy birthday? Mm, I have to leave. <laughs> I uh, actually have to go watch my DVD box set collection of Sally Shine movies. <laughs> Got important things to do. Did you know she died I mean, today? It's, it's, your, it's your birthday. You want to watch those? <laughs> no, I just want you to acknowledge my birthday. Uh, I have to go. <laughs> it's just... Um, uh, so, yeah, during this time, uh, for some reason... Oh, of yes, all the reasons to get into occultism... That's the worst. <laughs> For your birthday? Everyone forgetting your birthday. It's like, no, there's some really cool stuff in there you can find out if you go diving. But it wouldn't... Somebody forgetting my birthday would not have sparked me on that path. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, so... Um, Buzzy and Anna go back to the house, to, uh, to his apartment to get... Uh, the the book the black craft book um and it's not there because or or it, yeah it's not there right yeah it's it's missing now it's missing because when they were there earlier <laughs> when they were there earlier abigail was just hiding in a closet <laughs> in his house in his house where the book was <laughs> and when they left she just like walks out the closet just takes it it's like how long has she been in that closet <laughs> Uh, but they go back and yeah, the the magic book is missing. Um, and uh, Jill Jill shows up at the house and she's like, "Listen, guess what I found out? Uh, Abigail, uh, not who she says she is. She's actually Sally's uh, sister, and um, uh, she probably stole your book. But anyways, you want your job back?" He's like, "Fuck yeah, I do." And then Anna's like, "Wait, we, we said we're gonna help the ghosts." And he's like, "Fuck them, they're dead. Like, I'm not." Anna, do you give a shit about me? <laughs> Anna, am I dead? <laughs> do I need to die for you to care? <laughs> it's just like, listen, I know the story isn't even close to being finished, and I know you didn't even find this lead that I just gave you, but do you want to write the story and have your career back? <laughs> Buzzy's like, sure do. Cool. Let's just make up a story then. It's not finished. Right after he promised the Carolyn ghost, he's like, I promise I'll be back and help you. And he's like, yeah. And then, you know, Kirsten Dunst, Anna goes, you promised. Your promises mean nothing. <laughs> Just runs off. Throws off the bracelet he gave her at one scene in the movie that we forgot to mention because it's not really fucking important. <laughs> runs off and he's like listen Anna let's, let's be realistic about this um, you can't fuck a ghost so <laughs> Jill she's still alive <laughs> might as well try going with that I guess I don't know you saw how he drank that champagne and it just fell out of his throat what do you think would happen if I busted a nut up in there <laughs> I the mean, whole she, room would be a mess <laughs> I mean she'd be looking like cum guzzler <laughs> I'm telling you, it'd be like eating a bowl of cup because they're cereal. <laughs> <laughs> and that's without the delicious pineapple aftertaste. 
And this is her part, though. It's the part where they're like, oh my god, Abigail, she's probably some kind of witch, which is like another one of the biggest no shit moments. Like, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, she's a witch. It's like, of course she is. Why do you think she wants a, a spell book to do a, a conjuring on fucking well, Halloween? It's a, it's a, it, it gets revealed to them to the, because the girl goes, oh, who cares? She's just a crazy old lady who probably thinks she's some sort of witch. And they're like, oh, she's a witch. They're like, oh my god! It's like, yeah. I mean, you already have a spell book. <laughs> what was the, you were calling the you call Miss Partridge a dead witch. Like, why are you surprised that this old witchy looking woman's a witch? <laughs> and uh, uh, so Anna goes back to the hotel. Her and Q. Oh yeah, Q was with them. They were trying to figure out how to turn the power on to the uh, elevators. <laughs> to get that elevator working so they get all those ghosts up to the 12th floor because it's Halloween night and they have until 8.05 to get up there or they're, I guess, just got to wait another year. <laughs> that's the stakes. Yeah, uh, that's the stakes. We'll probably just wait another year. Um, but, uh, yeah, instead, uh, Buzzy's like, yeah, I can't fuck a ghost. I'm going to go write this story. And then when he's there, he's just like, wait, something doesn't make sense. <laughs> It's like, oh, something's just not adding up about this. And it's like, yeah, a lot of things aren't adding up. And uh, Jill starts acting more and more out of character where now she just wants a news story really bad. For some reason, now she gives a shit about, about this exact same thing he brought to her earlier. Yeah, much. yeah. And um, uh, Anna and Q are already over there trying to turn on the elevator. Um, Abigail's there and... Uh, you know, she has a spell book and she's acting all kinds of fucking crazy. And for some reason, Anna can't like, like she doesn't do anything. Like she could literally go to Abigail and just, I don't know. Like she's just watching Abigail say the spell out loud. Yeah. She could have stopped her at any moment. And that probably would have made the spell not happen. Like just push her, make her use her life alert. Yeah, and then don't answer it. Yeah, don't answer this. <laughs> She's like, help, I conjured a spell and I can't get up. <laughs> um, Sorry, Granny, nap time's over. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, Anna had to, get on the, had to get on the elevator with all the ghosts for some reason. <laughs> and uh, she goes up the elevator right as... as uh, well, she's trying to stop him. Yeah, and then she falls into the elevator. Yeah, my guess. <laughs> and, and right as Buzzy, Buzzy and Jill get there, and Q, they get on another on the service elevator that's next to it. Um, By the way, Q's the one who fixed the elevator to work in the first place. Yeah, they she, they found, he got the courage. He got the courage to go into the building because they're like, "Hey, you're not that bad of a mechanic." And he's like, "Really?" And they're like, "Sure." <laughs> it's like okay, and he goes in, and and his his dead grandfather shows up, and he's like, oh, he's like, no, it's fine, it's me, your grandfather's like, okay, well, fine, I'm cool with ghosts now, <laughs> and that's his arc. His arc is done. <laughs> so he gets the elevator working. They go up in the service elevator next to him. Um, uh, you have to have all for the reason that you have to have at least one live person. Uh, on this elevator whenever it's going to drop or won't be like the ride. I mean, who gives a fuck if a bunch of ghosts are in an elevator that falls? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're, they're already dead. So you had to put it's a little... True. You had to put baby Kirsten Dunst on it. <laughs> Just in case. Sweet baby Kirsten. Yeah. Um... Which, as all this is happening, Jill is just still, like, devastatingly confused the whole time. 
<laughs> like, she already knows what's happening. She knows all the backstory what? of the story. But for, but for some reason, she's like, wait, ghosts? <laughs> it's like, yes, we're, we're past this. What is this, this trick-or-treat or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and then uh, uh, during this time, is it during this time or is it this has already happened whenever they're trying to like talk to Abigail and then Sally just shows up? <laughs> no, Sally didn't make it on to the elevator. elevator. She's like, God damn it, I'm gonna wait another 60 years for somebody to give a fuck and <laughs> get me up yeah. there this party. Um, and uh, she's like, Oh, I didn't make it to the elevator or whatever. And Abigail's there and. Uh, <laughs> And she sees Sally. And she's like, "Oh shit, <laughs> she's still alive." Not if I have anything to say about it. And um, uh, she's it, Buzzy's like, "Why are you doing this?" She's like, "Cause she didn't remember my birthday." <laughs> and uh, and uh, Buzzy's talking to Sally. We're just like, "You do you miss your sister?" Like, of course, she's my best friend. And blah. Say, saying this in front of saying this in front of Abigail. It's like, yeah, we did the party that was at the top of the hotel was for Abby. It's for her birthday, and I just want to make it on time for her birthday. She's like, my birthday? That's what it's for? And she keeps on going on with the story, and then Abigail walks up, and she's like, Sally, it's me, Abigail. It's like, I fucking know. You were standing right there, and said it was your fucking birthday. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm dead. Not fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you literally said it right next to me. What I was, what I was kind of hoping for is that it was all like a a, a, a lie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, she's my best friend, and she's like, you you really meant that for your birth? My it was my birthday. Yeah, grab it. <laughs> <laughs> You idiot bitch. <laughs> we never cared about your birthday. <laughs> Throw it down the elevator shaft. <laughs> <laughs> so they get an elevator, or they, they have to save fucking Anna from the other Curse elevator. Curse you kids and your cum gasoline cereal. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, I'm more of a go gurt person, anyways. <laughs> uh, and, and, uh, yeah, she's on the, uh, they had to save Anna off the other elevator because if not, then the, the, the elevator's gonna drop. Just like the ride. Come to Disney. Should Anna will die and the ghosts will go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> Where they belong. <laughs> and uh, and uh, they're able to save Anna from the other elevator with, through the service hatch. Um, and But then the elevator starts shooting downward. Just like the ride. And... They're like, but what's the curse? There's an op. If you have the opposite curse, you can stop this one. And guess what the opposite curse was? Forgiveness. Forgiveness. For Sally gave Abigail a, 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 a wristband that had their names on it. She's like, friendship oh. bracelets. And she's like, I forgive you. And then their spirits dissolve and they. Hold the elevators. Like. Their spirits disintegrate and they all go to hell. The end. <laughs> no. Um, the elevators decide to work and they go all the way up to the top and comes to the, the conclusion of this movie that is probably the most unintentionally funny <laughs> 10 minutes. 
I was dying laughing on this last 10 minutes of this movie that they all go up to the club and the doors open and for some reason all the ghosts are there <laughs> All the people that were at that party are still stuck. They're stuck there also. And um, they all get off the uh, the hotel. Like, we made it to the party. We made it to Abigail's birthday. We, we did it. And um, first of all, why would all the ghosts still be there? Why would all the ghosts be Also, up? how is your first... She, Carolyn says this was her first big singing gig. Your first big singing gig is for a child's birthday party. <laughs> you are a bad actress. Uh, <laughs> you suck. And uh, <laughs> and like everybody's like, this is great. And for some reason, Steve Gutenberg and Kirsten Dunst and Jill are there and, and, and Q, and they're able to see all the ghosts and everything like that. It's like the shittiest sequel to The Shining ever. And um, they're all they're all there and. Uh, and they turn around and, and fucking Sally's dead parents are there. <laughs> it's like, is that our Sally? <laughs> and then like, and then Dewey goes and hugs Q, and then turns around. And it's like, oh my god, is that great grandpa? It's like, yeah. And he goes to hug him also. <laughs> It's just like all these dead characters are just introduced. And then Corbis Partridge, like she shows Sally where the kids are or her parents are, and then she just smiles and she's alone and disappears. It's like, it's like her life oh. is complete. Her life of servitude is complete. Mm. And then, and then, yeah, fucking uh, Carolyn goes up to the stage and she's like, "I'm going to sing for this kid's birthday party." And uh, what's his name? Geraldo. What the fuck is his name? Gilbert? Gilbert. <laughs> Gilbert goes over there's like, now's the time. And proposes to her while she's on stage. It's like, I always want to propose to her at a child's birthday party. <laughs> Not only that, that's really weird. It's like, the fact she'd been flirting with him, like, buzzed the entire time. And there was, like, no indication that Gilbert gave a fuck about her. Yeah. Yeah. Except they were maybe on a date 60 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but they were yeah. alive. Um, yeah, the, no character development there. Um, so uh, <clears throat> the, now, now they're, they're, he got to propose to her. Now their their lives are complete. They they're able to disappear. Fuck them, and then they disappear uh, along with everybody. Yeah, everybody. And then all of a sudden, Sally and Abigail, who's now a child, meaning that whenever the elevator dropped, Abigail probably died of a heart attack. Um, so she's been dead. <laughs> so, she, so she's a ghost child now. And, um, they come down. It's like, yay, we're kids and we're sisters again. We're children. We're yeah. children. <laughs> let's, let's go live our afterlife together. And they, they run off and disappear. And, um, and Q inherits the hotel, which he turns into a working hotel now. The people are like, hey, this hotel's open in L.A. now. Better go there. It makes a lot of money, and the movie ends. <laughs> That's it. And Jill and Buzz are making out on the elevator, and they're back together. I they're guess. just drive fucking on elevators and eating bad seafood together. Yep. Yep. And and Q is wearing sandals with tuxedos because he's a wacky Dom DeLuise kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Dom DeLuise. And that's Tower Terror. <laughs> Yep. Wasn't that fun? <laughs> no, it wasn't. I was very bored. Sponsored by Cum Guzzler Cereal. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a taste I can get behind. 
<laughs> for, for the people that brought you creeper cre- creeper cereal <laughs> what was her name uh, creep Creeperella? Carmella Creeper. Carmella Creeper. <laughs> Carmella Creeper comes. Come guzzler cereal. <laughs> Come get some. <laughs> uh, Come and get it. So, <laughs> so would you recommend Tower of Terror? No. So you can't find it on Disney Plus. And they never did a DVD release of it or a Blu-ray release of it. It's on um, YouTube. You find YouTube for free. Um, or you can just listen to our conversation, which is way funnier than the movie. Yeah. Because it was pretty boring. It is really boring. <laughs> it's a really boring movie. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> that brings us to our next segment. Another entry into mythology biology. All right. So what tell do you have to tell today? This one I found pretty interesting, and it is the reason the Hollywood sign in Los Angeles, California, is considered haunted. All right. Do you know this story? No. I'm going to wait for you to get back. I'm right here. Oh, I I can't see you. (laughs) Oh. I'm bringing crop tops back. (laughs) All right. Okay. So today we're going to be talking about the actress Peg Entwistle. Uh, I think that's how you pronounce it. E N T W I S T L E. Okay. Entwistle. Entwistle. Peg Entwistle. I yeah, think. Yeah, Peg Entwistle. Yeah, I know the story. Fuck. <laughs> I think I think I know the story, but go on. You know she's real. Yeah. And you know what she did. She jumped off the Hollywood sign. She jumped off the H of the Hollywood yeah. sign. Fuck! <laughs> yeah. Damn it, you know it. Yeah. Uh, I just heard about this one. But yeah, so uh, the reason they believe the Hollywood sign is haunted uh, because in 1932, uh, Peg Inswell hitchhiked from her uncle's house on Beechwood Drive to the Hollywood sign. Well, back when it was called feet. Hollywoodland, right? Yep. It was a Hollywoodland sign at the time. Yep. And um, climbed the H and leapt to her death. Um, a hitchhiker ended up finding her uh, the next day and reporting the body. And they actually left a note. And actually, if you go on there, they have an IMDb for her. Even though she was only in one major motion picture, the rest was Broadway. And it was like a big deal to her. Um, and it was called 13 Women. And it came out in 1932, but they ended up cutting almost all of her scenes out of the movie. And this was also during the Depression. It was because she was playing a lesbian. Oh. Oh. Yeah, well, I mean, I knew it was during the Depression because uh, she killed herself. Right. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, the note she left said, I am afraid, I am a coward, I am sorry for everything. If I had done this a long time ago, it would have saved a lot of pain. P.E. That's really upsetting. That's sad. Yeah. Um, But you know what's not sad is that she was trying to get to the top of the H sign because there was a child's birthday party up there. 
And on her way, she's like, "Hey, you kids, got me that cum guzzler cereal." Like, okay. But uh, yeah, they found there was uh, no drugs or alcohol present, so she was fully aware. Um, but yeah, they say there's a lot of uh, ghostly happenings in the area. Uh, they say a lot of people, when walking by the Hollywood sign, would smell a gardenia perfume, which is something that she was known to wear all the time. Um, they would see somebody in the distance who was wearing a you know 1930s clothing, and then by the time they got up to them to touch them on the back, they were gone. Um, according to the park ranger, John Arbogast, uh, he's seen her several times late at night when conditions are extremely foggy. Uh, it's so... Yeah, she jumped from... Oh, okay. And uh, apparently, once she jumped, the Hollywood sign H was actually damaged. And they had to replace it in 1949. Huh. So... But yeah, people say they smell her perfume. Sometimes they hear somebody crying behind the letters in the Hollywood sign. And uh, if you get a chance, she has a whole biography on her IMDb that the family wrote. Interesting. And, uh, yeah, it is actually really interesting because I always thought it was an urban legend. Yeah. Like, I didn't think it really happened. And then you can go on and you can find her, Peg and Twizzle. And... Uh, you know, she was born in Britain, and uh, now she haunts the Hollywood signs with sadness. Yeah. Maybe, maybe she yeah. just needs needs to get something that will send her soul onto its, you know, afterlife. Too bad I've already made a curse to make the Hollywood sign fall into hell. Because <laughs> she forgot my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I didn't want to play a lesbian. It's like, I want to kill myself. Wow. Well, no, I think that she did. She like, she, she was fine it. with it, but Hollywood wasn't. Right. Yeah. Which you know, which they, which which uh, sadly, a lot of people still aren't okay with things like that. Yeah, it's yeah, it's stupid. Jesus but. fucking Christ. Yeah, he did fuck up a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but but you know what? Good things do happen because you saw who fucking died this week, so... Oh, hell yeah, I did. What's the name? Say it out loud. Uh, was it uh, uh, Rob Pat? Pat- huh? Rob... Yeah, Rob Pads. R- Rob Patterson. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yep. He, I mean, his agenda was pushing a lot of these crazy conservative, anti-gay ideologies and all that stuff, and... What a... What a great month for him to die. Yep. Same week as Trump getting indicted again. <laughs> and Cracker Barrel <laughs> fucking... Well, then it's Pride Month, but... Yeah. Yep. Yeah, well, I mean, of course. But it's uh, it's actually what killed him. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was one Pride Month too many for him. He's, he got hit with so many over his lifetime that it finally crushed him. <laughs> yeah, he said, the, uh, uh, he said that the people in Haiti... Uh, I love. I'm uh, just in case anyone here is gonna say well, you shouldn't talk mad about dead people. Um, oh, fuck that guy. That guy said that the people in Haiti deserve to die in the earthquake because they sold their souls to the devil to prevent uh, a, a prevent a different earthquake. Yeah. Yep. It's like you are a fucking moron. Yep. 
and everyone's better off that you're dead. Fuck that guy. 100%. Yep. yep. Well, it's a cool story, though. The, the yeah, whistle story is a classic. Yeah, if you guys get a chance, go look up her IMDb. It, it, it has a boatload of information in her biography, and it does have the only movie she was enlisted. Yeah. That's awesome. All yeah, right. That's really cool. Well, that is another episode of Bladed Apples. Uh, we will be back next episode talking about one that Blaze wants to talk about. You bet your ass. <laughs> We're talking about Valerian. Which is maybe Valerium. Valerium, sorry. Which is probably Viv- one of the- Nope. Vivarium. Vivarium. But fucking Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. And the baby. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's and, a great uh, movie. Probably, probably one of the newer movies we uh I mean it's like two thousand fourteen. No, it came out after that. Yeah, it was like two thousand eighteen. Was it that? Yeah, I think so. This one came on Netflix, right? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Oh my bad. Uh fuck you. Two thousand nineteen. Shit, really? Do you think it's too new to talk about? Because we can no, talk about no, bad channels. Out, it's been out for four years. Okay. It's fine. It's not a new movie. People want to see it, saw it. But yeah, him and uh, it's him and Emojin Poots, right? Yep. Yep. Um, (laughs) She sure does. (laughs) (laughs) Her her and Philip Poots. Poots and the Philip Poots. Yeah, so we'll be talking about that next episode. Uh, And uh, in the meantime, if you want to reach us, you can. You can email us at bladedapplespod at gmail.com or check us out Blade Apples Podcast on Instagram check out Stefan Mize he does our art um, check him out on Instagram or follow Crawling Panther Tattoo their Instagram as well awesome guy and thanks to Blaze for being a great co-host and editing and fucking figuring out the different online recording things we have to do until we start recording recording in person again Mm-hmm. Yep. Soon. Yep. Soon. Anything else? See you fucking later, <laughs> you fuckers. There you go, fuckers. Fuck! Yeah, remember, Fuck! every, <laughs> every <laughs> day is Halloween, so please act accordingly. Uh, bye-bye. Bye.